Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Insiders wherever you get your podcasts. And everybody in Philadelphia, 76ers of me. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another post-Sixers win Twitter space. I'm Lauren Rosen. Matt Murphy is joining me as well to discuss all things win over Washington. The Sixers get their third consecutive victory last night on the road. All three wins come on the road. All three wins in the last four days. The team rises to four and four on the young season. Matt Murphy, good morning. Let's get into it. Hey, Lauren. Three and one road trip for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now four and four on the season. It's good to be back with everyone. Hopefully people have questions, thoughts about the game, the first game against the Wizards, because that will be the next opponent as well, or the season so far as a whole. One thing people don't know is, even though this is an audio medium, you and I are actually matching in the uh, the same outfits that James Harden and P.J. Tucker wore to the game last night. Matt, that is so true. Right <laughs> off the rack. <laughs> no, but that was it. That was I liked it. I liked the vibe that they came to the game with. Obviously, Halloween around the league, there were people, players dressed up in in costumes and things like that. But they were. It wasn't a costume. It was fashionable. It was cool. Um, and then they put them back on for the the press conferences and stuff as well. I know you asked about them, and they kind of played it coy a little bit and said they they did not coordinate their outfits but they just so happened to be wearing them for the same game so we'll have to investigate that a little bit further but a strong game and uh, as questions roll in of course we'll get to individual stat lines team stat lines everything like that because there are a number of takeaways in the absence of Joel Embiid who was um, not available due to a non-COVID illness James Harden really got off to 
a great start in the first quarter, and he ended up having a career game assist-wise, tying a career high with 17 assists. So every quarter kind of had a little bit of something from a different player, a different key contributor from this Sixers team. Yeah, great stuff all around. It started with the fits. It ended with a win. PJ and James did not coordinate, according to PJ and James. James said last night, immediately post-game, that it was interesting that they were so in sync. It was a four-game road trip. They both saved their most colorful outfits. Matt, I don't know if you can pop that tweet in the chat for those that might not have seen it. Um, but they did not coordinate their outfits. They were on a four-game trip that was packed. They had that outfit as an option for the entire week. And they both happened to pick the most colorful pair of outfits I've perhaps ever seen uh, last night. And it was fashion. So if you're not aware of fashion, please look it up, as they say these days. Um, and Matt, you're right. Big victory overall for both PJ and James, but the roster as a whole. Um, getting those three wins in four days, not an easy feat. Matt, if you don't mind, I think now, oh, thank you. If you're in the space, make sure you're looking at the color coordination tweet from the Philadelphia 76ers. Matt Murphy is a wizard at sharing tweets. Um, and then we will go ahead and jump into the box score. Matt, you ready? Never been more ready. That is a huge relief. All right, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk win in Washington. The Sixers come away with a 118-111 victory on the road. Tyrese Maxey, for the second time in three games, was the team's leading scorer with 28 points, three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Maxey shot 12 for 22 from the field, made both of his free throws and a pair of three-pointers. James Harden finished with a 23-point, 17-assist double-double, plus seven rebounds and two steals. Matt, you mentioned it, those 17 assists tie a career high for James. It's the most assists shared in a single game by an NBA player this season thus far. James shot eight for 17 from the field. He also had a pair of threes and shot five for six from the foul line. P.J. Tucker finished with 13 points, five rebounds, an assist, and a steal. He shot a very efficient six for eight from the field in his 32 minutes of play. And then rounding out the starting lineup, Tobias Harris and DeAnthony Melton both finished with 16 points. Tobias finished with 16 points, five rebounds, an assist, and a team-high four steals. He shot six for 10 from the field. And I love those four steals from Tobias Harris, who has really put an emphasis on his defensive game over the last couple of seasons. And we continue to see him grow on that side of the ball, even in the 12th season of his career, getting better and better and better as a defender that this team can really rely on, who has become switchable and done a really great job for this team thus far. Again, four steals. That's a, that is a season high for Tobias, but also a team high last night. DeAnthony Melton, also 16 points, two rebounds and assists and two steals. It was his second start as a 76er, stepping in once again in the absence of Joel Embiid, who was out due to that non-COVID illness last night. Melton shot seven for 10, a very efficient 70% from the field, two for four from three in his 33 minutes of play. And then you look at the bench that has really started to find its stride lately. George Niang led the way for the bench unit with 12 points, two rebounds, and an assist. He shot four for eight from the field and four for seven from three-point range and, of course, brought that trademark George Niang energy across the game last night, permeating the roster. Uh, great stuff from George Niang once again, who's on quite a little mini tear himself. Uh, Montrez Harrell, seven points, four rebounds. And, of course, the rest of the bench didn't score as heavily but did a really good job keeping the team in the game and eventually tying up that win. The team finished with another 50-40 night from the field, 55.4% shooting 
Uh, that's 46 for 83 from the field and 12 for 30 from three-point range. Matt Murphy, when I read all those stats, what stands out to you most? The most obvious one or the most obvious pick has to be the 17 assists from James Harden as an individual statistic. You gave kind of the background on what that means for him historically in his career this season how it's the most for any player on any team so far it's actually the 10th time that Harden has had 17 assists exactly in a game so it's his career high and he's done it 10 times now so he's stuck on that 17 number we'll keep an eye the rest of the season if if he can get over that number in the assist column but because that was the obvious pick I feel like I need to go a step further. Another individual stat that stood out was George Niang, four for seven from three. That's exactly what you want from him and that type of player on your team. With Melton in the starting lineup because of no Embiid, for Niang to take seven threes, make four of them, and they came in a flurry when the team in the third and fourth quarter, end of the third, beginning of the fourth, needed them most to pull away from the Washington Wizards. From a team perspective, it was the Steels with 14. And when you mentioned Tobias Harris having four of the Sixers' 14 steals, he's had a long career. It's the eighth time he's had at least four steals in a game. He has one with five back in 2014. So long career, and he's done this a handful of times, including last night. So it doesn't happen all the time that he almost got a career high in steals. So impressive for Tobias to have the most steals on a night where they had 14 and of course guys like Thibel, Melton, even James Harden had two so that steals number was what stood out I know I, I usually pick something from the team and it, it was the steals how they were able to get out and run and then that led to threes from guys like George Niang. Yeah, no doubt about it. The team, of course, rallying around George Niang. The fans also rallying around George Niang. Our first question uh, this morning came from Drew. Drew said, did the bench finally figure it out? What was the key there? And I'm going to just let Doc Rivers answer that question uh, for you, Drew. He talked last night about the fact that they just needed to touch the ball more. They needed opportunities. They needed to figure out how to play alongside the starters. The rotations still being tweaked, different things being tried. Uh, Matisse Thibel has been the first bench player off, off of the bench in the last couple of games. But George Niang has been the leading scorer off the bench lately. D'Anthony Melton has been awesome off the bench, but playing in the starting lineup. So there's still a lot being tinkered with and moved around based on availability, based on opponent. And I like what Doc said. He said they just have to have the opportunity to score and they will figure it out. Love watching the different bench units, Matt. We've seen uh, Tyrese Maxey coming off of the court earliest in the last couple of games and then coming back to relieve James Harden at the end of first quarters, giving opportunities for each of the bench players then to go ahead and play with primary handler Maxi, then primary handler Harden, and then switch off, and then Maxi and Harden closing together. It's been interesting to see the way that this is all shaking out, and I think that Doc is right. They just needed those opportunities. They're figuring it out. It's not exactly clear who those first eight, those first nine, those first ten will be, but the guys really figuring it out in that bench unit, supporting one another. Um, worth noting, D, uh, Daniel House Daniel Daniel House Jr. was the leader in plus minus last night with plus ten. Montrose Harrell plus eight. Matisse and Shake both plus five. George Niang plus seven. So the entire bench in the plus last night. Uh, great to see them start to figure it out. Matt, what have you seen overall from the bench? I actually had 
put a note down that I thought the bench play was even better than the box score shows because in recent spaces, podcasts, whatever, that number has been higher because they had DeAnthony Melton contributing to their their final scoring total. But when he's in the starting lineup, and by the way, uh, five straight games of at least 10 points now for DeAnthony Melton. But with him in the starting lineup, that scoring total wasn't going to be as high. But I thought it transcended the box score with Niang, Montrez Harrell's effort at the end of the third and Matisse Thibel early and late Matisse running guys down and and just poking the ball out for a steal by simply hustling back on sorry on defense and what about the run though for Harrell a former wizard (laughs) you know getting the ball pinned on the backboard for a goaltend at the end of his seven point individual run part of an 18-2 run for the team at the end of the third quarter he blocked a shot during that time his energy was crazy at the end of the third quarter. What did you see in the building? Yeah, we talk about the big energy chain with this team. If you haven't seen that feature, look up big energy chain on Sixers.com. You'll be able to read all about it. But Montrez Harrell, I don't believe that there was a winner of the big energy chain last night, but he would have won it for his on-court time, Matt. I think you said that in-game. Um, and the energy is, is just there. He, like everyone else in that bench unit, continues to figure it out. But like you said, that 7-0 run was absolutely crucial for this team. He's been rebounding well for the bench unit. Matisse Thibel, actually, the bench's leading rebounder last night. James Harden, the team's leading rebounder last night. And, of course, playing a lot smaller without Joel Embiid overall. But doing a good job when, when, it, when you look at your guard options, when you look at the James Hardens and the Matisse Thibels of the world who aren't necessarily known as rebounders, raising their hand um, and getting up there, getting those boards, pulling them down. Tobias Harris and P.J. Tucker each had five as well. you got to get them somewhere. And, and last night it was a con- there were contributions across the roster, bench and starters alike. So really cool to see the way that the guys uh, rallied to figure that one out. The last game in a four-game road trip, never easy. Three games in four days, three wins in four days for the 76ers. I've had a lot of questions, Matt. I'm sure you have as well over the last couple of days about one Tyrese Maxey, who we have not really yep. spoken about yet in yep. this space. Um, Kylie said simply, Maxey is so good. Michael said he is quite simply the himist him. We saw James <laughs> Harden calling him Himothy Neutron on Instagram. I don't really know what that means, but I really, really like it. Wait, Tyrese Maxey. James called Tyrese Himothy Neutron? I thought Tyrese also called... Maybe it was, they, was. It appears that they're calling each other Himothy Neutron. We can look into it. Um, Tyrese Maxey, though, last night, 28 points, 12 for 22 from the field. Wasn't happy with his two for six from three after his lights out shooting from three a couple nights ago with nine threes for Tyrese. But we've just got to talk about the way that he continues to step up and get better. It feels like we talk about this every single space. The improvements made by Tyrese Maxey. Let's just talk about this three-game win streak for Tyrese. A career-high 44 points at Toronto on Friday. He shot 75% from the field, 75% from three-point range, 83% from the line that night. He grabbed eight rebounds and shared four assists in that victory. Then dealt with a little bit of foul trouble in Chicago, but still made his presence super felt when it came winning time in the second half, finished with 14 points, five rebounds, and three assists that night. And then last night in Washington, the team's leading scorer, once again, stepping up big time in the absence of the big fella, who, by the way, has been his biggest cheerleader 
um, over the last few weeks, months, and years. That a relationship, of course, that we've loved watching evolve and will continue to watch evolve. Um, and last night finishes with that team high 28 points. Matt, if it's cool with you, let's hear from the players on Tyrese Maxey. Last night, James Harden and PJ Tucker discussed what it's been like to play with Tyrese. And of course, for James, it's now a relationship that spans a little over six, seven, eight months. But PJ Tucker is still really new to Tyrese Maxey and very cool to see the way that he has embraced his young teammate. I'm going to pull up this quote from the guys and let you hear what they have to say. It was, it, it escalated, I'll be honest, towards the end there, and hopefully you guys will be able to hear it. Here's James and PJ. And then once again to the paint, he's really good at finishing. Um, but then the next step is, you know, if he's not able to finish, then, you know, finding or even knowing before he takes off, knowing where, where his teammates are, and that that's knowing where the, def the help defense is coming from. So, um, you know, it, as a great young player, you got a, a lot of work to do, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, step to take, but he, he put the work in. You know, he deserves it. So uh, for him, we just keep going. PJ, what separates Tyrese, especially given what you've seen in the last few days, from other good young players that you play with? <clears throat> I don't know what separates him, um, but I know just being here, the short amount of time I've been here, I don't know if I've seen anybody work as hard as he does. Like, he really puts in work on his game. Um, James said, like, it's such small things that he, because he's so fast and so good with the ball, like, you got to, like, I got to tell him all the time, like, I get leaving screens because he's going so fast and he's just so ready to get to it. It's like, yo, you got to slow down, bro. But once he gets going, uh, ain't a lot of people that can guard him. And, and, and we got such unselfish people on our team, like, we let him do him. Like James said, you don't want to, like, slow him down. Like, we want him to keep being aggressive and keep being great. So. Uh, he's a he's definitely a big big part of our team, obviously. You talk about that work ethic, either of you, but what have you seen from him that maybe we don't see that sets that work ethic apart? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, you put the work in, the results happen on the court. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he shows his personality, shows how good of a kid he is. You know, I think that's uh, that's um. You know, I think me and me and Tuck try to like bring the the toughness, the the mean person out of Tyrese. You know, what I mean, like that's what you're gonna do. Like this is the big league, you're in the NBA. So as much as we want to be nice and you know and, and smile around it, like sometimes you need to be mad and be pissed off, and it's okay. You know what I mean? So, um, but other than that, man, he's he's uh, he's definitely on the right path. How is he taking to that encouraging he has it a little bit. He has a little bit. He just don't, he don't want to show you guys. He has it. No, you know, he definitely man. has He's it. So He's so nice, man. He's so happy. You never see somebody so, I never so see somebody happy. As happy he just as come him in happy every give a hug, single man. day, bro. I don't. Sometimes I'll be mad yes. on purpose. He like, won't let you. He, he, he won't let me. So it's like, he's but so you need somebody happy. like that, man. He's uh, he's perfect. He is. He's just happy. That may be my favorite single 30-second portion of media this season thus far. Again, that was James Harden and P.J. Tucker discussing what it's like to play with Tyrese Maxey. And the two of them getting Matt genuinely frustrated by how happy and how kind and how much Tyrese loves to give hugs and be sweet. Um, they are really trying to sort of bring that extra fire out of Tyrese, but he clearly 
tickles them, makes them laugh, and it was really cool uh, to watch them express their frustration with just how happy and sweet Tyrese Maxey is. He truly is a treasure. In the words of Tobias Harris, they must protect him at all costs, Matt. <laughs> that was so good. Of course, P.J. Tucker and James Harden, a joint media session, and you kind of assisting with the, the not kind of, you assisting with the back and forth not between them, but just between you and, and the players regarding Tyrese and his energy and his happiness. And they, they just started laughing towards the end. Just they can't believe how he's happy all the time. And he had a couple of really big quarters. I said at the start that Harden got off to a great scoring and assist quarter in the first. And Tyrese really had two big quarters. I think it must have been in the second quarter that Kylie sent a, a message that said, I would like to reiterate the above statement. And that was a message to me in our previous space, just saying Maxi is king. So, so that's true and remains true. He had 11 points in what was really an evenly played second quarter between the two teams. And then in the fourth quarter, Tyrese Maxi had 10 points, including a deep three from basically with his heels on the Wizards logo. And that's something that you have called out a lot this year is the range that Tyrese Maxey has shown with his three-point shot. Yeah, the range has been really impressive. And I think after his first season, he took that huge leap last year. People asked, what can he still get better at? He immediately pointed to defense, and that's an area where he wants to get better. He's worked on his body. He's put on weight, but he's also worked on that range as well. That's something that he hasn't talked about as much, but that we have seen. Matt, we've talked about this in spaces before, but my favorite time, I think, of every game is when it's still quiet in the bowl and the players are warming up individually, going through their individual work, and maybe I'm just a nerd or a weirdo or a loser, but I love watching the way that their pregame routines change over time, and Tyrese has had a subtle change in his pregame routine in the last, let's say, week or so he traditionally uh, warms up let's let's shout out our, our excellent player development coaches and our coaching staff Sam Cassell and Spencer Rivers usually lead Tyrese through that pregame routine but our Jason Love also now joins the very end of Tyrese's pregame routine and serves as a bigger body a larger defender defending Tyrese's three-point shots and defending him from range so not only working on that range but working on shooting over guys that aren't former guards like Spencer, like Sam, but guys that are that are bigger. When he has a mismatch, how is he going to use it? He's not always going to drive right by. Sometimes he's going to pull up over that bigger guy, and we have seen it over and over again this season thus far. It's been really cool to watch him, though, hone that craft. The guys talk about it all the time. PJ just said it in that quote that you heard. He doesn't know if anybody works harder, and watching the subtle ways in which he has changed his game and even just changed his pregame routine in order to make sure that that range is activated early has been really cool to watch, Matt. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, if anyone else has any questions, please send them in. It's always awesome to hear from you all. We want to make sure that this space reflects what you guys want to hear about. So we were glad we were able to give you that reflection um, on Tyrese Maxey. But Matt, any questions you're seeing, any thoughts on Tyrese and that range uh, before we start to wrap this one up? First of all, that's great intel there about the pregame warmups. That is beyond good stuff, really interesting for the fans to kind of hear about just subtle changes that these guys are, are doing um, in their preparation. But we are winding down. I encourage everyone to watch, Lauren, your interview. I just shared it at the top with D'Anthony Melton, the walk-off interview. And I've talked a lot about his defense, so I won't go back to the well about his hands and steals and all that for the time being. 
but his offense as well. When we talk about Tyrese Maxey's range and his three-point shooting, when DeAnthony Melton gets his feet set for threes, he's been knocking them down. He had a couple in the game last night, and again, a string of double-figure scoring performances from Melton, the offseason acquisition, the trade night acquisition, and he was one of five starters with at least 13 points. He had 16, but yeah, I think that's it for me. Uh, We'll talk again about this Sixers team. They play the Wizards again, and they're coming home, so the Wizards at home on Wednesday. That's a 6 p.m. Eastern start. The Phillies play that night as well in the World Series, um, 8.03. The Knicks uh, Friday at home, and then Phoenix Monday at home. So a homestand is next. Looking forward to it. We'll hope to be back with you guys on then Thursday morning after another Sixers win over the Wizards if the team can get it done. I'll let Jeannie's statement close this one down. She said, I'm sticking with my statement from last season. Tyrese Maxey will be an all-star this year. It's sure looking like it so far. It's a little early to predict such things, but Jeannie, we are with you. Uh, and Tyrese has been tremendous. Your next opportunity to watch him and the rest of the 76ers comes Wednesday, 6 p.m. Enjoy that one. Enjoy the World Series. We'll hope to see that get underway as well. But Matt, it's always a pleasure to do this with you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure you're following the 76ers Insiders podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. If you showed up late, if you ever want to listen to these not live, they will be there. Matt Murphy, thank you so much. Lauren, thank you. Jeannie also is loving Toby's hustle and the team's overall never give up attitude. Their on the floor chemistry seems to be coming along nicely. I think that nicely puts a bow on it. Thanks, Jeannie, for listening. As always, thanks to everybody else, and thanks again, Lauren. We'll talk to everybody next time. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.